Hello, 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 wonderful, beautiful people. It's your girl, Jen. Welcome back to Let's Wine About It. If this is your first time, I hope you love it and you're going to listen often. I know your girl's been slacking, but I'm back. So let's get this shit started because I have lots to whine about. And this time it's going to be centered around property management and the crazy shit that I have witnessed in the time of me doing this. So let's get this shit started. Hello, beautiful, wonderful people. How the fucking hell are you? I swear, I feel like I have been MIA for like a year now. I promise I have not been. Things have just been like a bit chaotic. As you can probably hear, I'm in a completely different setting now. I'm in a house. I moved in with my boyfriend. I know mouths are fucking dropping right now. It's fine. It's cool. I'm on this next step of my life, this next journey. It's going great. But your girl has never felt so much like a fucking hoarder than when I had to move. It took like four weeks and this whole like having to move yourself and packing like I swear I was honestly meant to live rich so I didn't have to do any of this shit. It's fucking exhausting. My body hurts constantly. It was a whole fucking mess. I swear. And I drink a lot. So that's probably why it almost took four months or I'm sorry, four weeks, not four months to get everything moved, but it's fine. I'm slowly getting everything rearranged. Things are great. Tyler and I have not murdered each other. So that's also pretty fucking great. Emma is loving the new place. I repainted her room um, because it used to be an office. So I painted her room, decorated it like it looks kind of crazy right now because there's clothes and blankets and pillows everywhere in her room but she's eight and she don't care she's moving on with her life in her new room you know she's living with her best friend Tyler it's great and in other news work has been chaotic and I don't know how like if any of you guys feel this way but just the feeling of the second you open your eyes in the morning to have to go to work, you just look at your phone and you're like, oh, why hasn't a rapture happened yet? Like, why haven't I been sent up to heaven to just not fucking do this anymore? Like, what's the holdup? That's how I feel every morning. Like, great. No rapture still. I'm here. Fuck. <sighs> Keep it moving, I guess. Whatever. <laughs> but um and then at nighttime I'm just like okay stay awake as long as possible so that way you aren't blinking because that's what it feels like when you fall asleep you blink and then it's the morning so I'm like you are not blinking to tomorrow you know so that's kind of how I feel right now and don't get me wrong like I enjoy what I do sometimes but Majority of the other time, I just want to go MIA. I just want to like pack a bag, not super big, and be like, where did Jen go? And out of nowhere, someone's like, I'm pretty sure I saw her in like Cuba or something. I don't know how the hell she got there, but the bitch is in Cuba. That's kind of how I feel about life right now or whatever. So 
With that being said, I wanted to bring up the industry that I'm in because I have so many friends that are in this industry, so many friends that have gotten into this industry and then was like, fuck this and left and went and did something better. And they're a lot more happier with their life and they get ample amount of sleep now. So I feel like I needed to make this podcast and just talk about some of the crazy shit that I have witnessed, some of the crazy shit that friends of mine have witnessed and told me about it and was like, you should totally speak on this just to give the ins and outs and like some of the hilarious shit. And hopefully I can remember it all. I kind of wrote some notes down. So yeah, let's kind of get into it because I want to know if you guys have ran into these problems in the property management field, wherever you are, or if you're just like, thank you, Jen, so much. Hallelujah. Somebody is speaking up because I literally can't take this shit anymore and there's not enough wine in this world for this fucking job. So that's what I'm here for. I am the one who stands up at a conference or a meeting, a Zoom call, whatever the fuck it is, and kind of speaks her mind. I say what everyone else is thinking. Luckily, I've never been fired before over it because I am who I is. And people just expect stupid shit to come out of my mouth anyways. So, but in more recent events, you guys, I'm going to say this now. This is not made up. This is not something that I just like, ooh, the listeners will fucking love these fake stories. I'm not about it. This happens often. This happened in my life. This happened in my friends' lives. Some of these stories were on the news. You can Google it. It's out there, okay? Not making anything up. So get ready for this crazy train because this is what is going to happen. So again, back to more recent events. I'm going to start you off slow. I had an issue with an apartment. People were smoking weed in it. Fine, whatever. Do what you want. Just don't make it noticeable for the surrounding apartments, right? Like, I don't want to have to deal with everybody and their shit. Go outside. Do your business. Come back inside. Go on your patio. Like, whatever the case is, right? So, I unofficially met this resident because I had to go over there and say, like, hey, you can't smoke. This is a non-smoking property. You're causing issues stop. The person I met, um, was, you know, pretty quiet. Um, you know, said, yes, ma'am. I apologize. I'll get it handled, whatever. Cool. Hallways smelled better the days after it was great. I was like point got across. I don't have to do anything extra. And then a couple of days later, I had the police come to my property. They said, Hey, We have been investigating multiple properties in different locations and come to find out that your property has been hit with a fraudulent situation. These people are not good. You know, they're typical like drug dealers or whatever. So with that being said, I'm like, oh crap, what should I do? Like, what's the step? And they're like, so... We can definitely come to your property and we can do it, you know, one of two ways, which cops usually try to like scare you 
to like get what they want. Like just tell us up front what you need. Don't like scare me to give you what you want because I'm going to end up giving you what you want anyways. So just stop with the trying to scare you or threaten you. Like we're over it. So again, cop says you have one or two ways we can do this. We can either, you know, just come to your property without your permission, but there will be doors broken or you can provide us keys. We'll come in, you know, four or five in the morning, do what we need to do and no one will be the wiser. So I said, great, where's my warrant? Have to, you know, go through the proper protocols, provide me a warrant and I'll provide you with a key. Got a key, you know, got the warrant, um, provided the key. And a few days later, SWAT team, not just like one or two cops, but a whole fucking SWAT team show up at my property at five in the morning and get through the front door and then proceed to go to this unit and can't figure out how to unlock the fucking door. You're a part of a SWAT team who can like disarm bombs, you know, take down a bunch of people, but you can't figure out a fucking door. They broke my door down. They just smashed it all to shit. Broke it down. Nobody in the unit. Everybody was outside sleeping in their car. (laughs) I got a coin, a thank you for helping us out, young lady, metal coin. I think this coin is called like a challenge coin or whatever. It was like a, a participation ribbon that you receive in elementary school, I guess. Like it, it's not worth the $500 the door was was costing me. Um, it doesn't get you out of speeding tickets. I tried. I mean, it's, it's just a coin to say thank you, which thanks, you know, you're welcome as well. But I would have preferred my door fixed at not my cost, you know? So that's the situation that I was kind of dealing with the last, you know, few weeks. Um, Yeah, so there's a a little snippet right now of the entire situation of property management. You never know, Forrest Gump style, you never know what you're going to get when you wake up and you go to work. You might have a, you know, small, you know, a week if you're lucky, of like quietness where you can sit, do your reports, do what you got to do. You leave on time every day and things are great. Those are very rare. We love those days very much and we do not take it for granted. Other times you have a situation where two crackheads come to your property, break down your front door, basically say hello to your cameras as they walk past all of them. And I don't say like, oh, they look like crack. No, they were legit crackheads, homeless, come to your property, proceed to steal things from your property, and then go to your maintenance shop and take a shit, a literal shit in a box filled with items that your maintenance guy needs. What in the actual fuck? Like, why am I not making six figures? I don't understand. The situations and the shit that we get put through. Who just takes a shit in a box like a fucking cat? You walked past the bathroom. What in the actual fuck? Anyways, 
That's also something that I have been dealing with after the SWAT team breakdown had this happen. So, yeah. And you might be asking, like, Jen, where the fuck do you work? You work in, like, some ghetto neighborhood? Like, what's going on? No, I work in a pretty decent area. You know, decent residence, minus, plus or minus some of your crazy batshit ones. We'll get into that in a minute. But no, the location I work at is pretty decent. It's, I guess, when you work at a nicer property, it's targeted because everyone assumes there's nice things in there. Another time, and this was when I was back home in Texas, um, in Houston. Now, Houston, it's a whole nother level of crazy. Like, these fuckers will come up with some serious shit to be like, I'm marking my territory. Here it is. It's my time to shine. I'm going to fuck shit up. And these property managers will cry under their desk. Like, I feel like that's their goal, to make us cry in the restroom, under our desk, in our car, crying on our lunches if we ever get time to eat lunch like contemplate life like really think like god are you there like did you just forget about me you like hate me like did i murder a bunch of people in my past life and that's why i'm being punished now like these fuckers these fuckers will push you to that breaking point and it's it sucks it really does i had a girlfriend of mine who told me at one of the properties that she worked for in Houston. Um, She doesn't work for this property anymore, but she said that um, she came to work and received a call from a resident saying she could hear scratches coming from her ceiling. So of course, my friend, the manager, goes over there with the maintenance checks it out, you know, kind of bangs on the the ceiling a little bit. Um, maintenance is trying to get um, into the crawl space to see what's going on and uh, nothing, you know. And so they're like, record it the next time you hear something. Maybe it was like a critter and it ran off. Now you're good to go. A couple of days later, this resident calls and is like, you should come here right now. I'm outside. My friend goes to the prop to the apartment and the person is standing outside. They walk into the apartment. The ceiling caved in and a family of raccoons fell from the ceiling and are now tearing shit up in the apartment. Like, why? Why would this be happening? It's terrifying. It really is. Raccoons. Like, I'm here to chill with you. What's up? Heard you were cooking something, so I decided to come down. What the fuck? So you have critters. You have crazy people. You have insane situations where you're just like in a constant what the fuck moment. It's a lot. I'll tell you, when I first started in this industry, I thought for sure I was never going to do it again. I did my first property And after that, I said, fuck all of this. Absolutely not. I can't. And just that one property, you guys, I saw or dealt with, I guess, 
two deaths, a stabbing, a resident who kept calling the office and stating that um, the government was projecting pornography through her windows at night and she couldn't sleep. I had a dumpster diver that dove in the dumpster in his tidy whities I had a little boy who I will call Damien um, for the simple fact that he would snap duck's necks when he didn't get his way um, and definitely did not care about what his mother had to say. Um, I had drug deals go on, of course. Um, a lady who was convinced that her cat was opening the sliding door and she looked like the crazy cat lady from the Simpsons. I kid you not, if I could have taken a picture of her back then, I would have and saved it to some form of hard drive for today's episode. Um, yeah, college guys stabbing each other. Um, I think over rent, I'm not 100% sure. Um, I've walked into a, a vacant apartment that um, the second I opened the door, cockroaches fell from the ceiling. Not like a few, but like rained thousands and thousands of roaches from the ceiling. It was the worst experience of my life. Um, I ended up living on site for the first time ever. And now that I'm 12 years in, I would never in the history of ever recommend for anyone to live on property um, unless you're just kind of known to have like a really good bitch face where you can keep residents from coming over to bother you. Because my experience was residents knocking on my door at random times um, to complain about shit that I couldn't deal with after business hours. Um, so I lived on property and I remember I went to go pick up furniture for my apartment and the leasing agent at the time calls me and goes, Hey, are you close by? And I'm like, no, I'm picking up my couch for my brand new apartment. And they're like, you might want to hold off on that because the neighbor underneath you, um, they took acid and set their patio on fire. So your apartment is about to be on fire. Awesome. Love that story. Um, are we putting the fire out or are we just, you know, talking to me on the, like, what, what are we doing to put said fire out? Like shit like that makes you want to strangle people really and that was not the first fire they created they um set a second fire maybe a week or so after they kept thinking the fire wasn't real because of being on acid um so they thought they were hallucinating it so that's cool i really hope they are living their best life right now really if you can't hear the sarcasm in my voice we can't be friends so it's dealing with things like that. And then on bigger levels, I remember um, a property that uh, one of my girlfriends worked for that was on the news many, many years ago before she even worked for it, where the boyfriend murdered his girlfriend and then chopped her up and cooked her and made barbecue out of her and handed her to his neighbors to eat. I guess that's one way to really get rid of a body. Um, and then 
all of your neighbors. I mean, is it considered, like, are you considered, like, part of the crime because you digested the human? I don't know. Somebody look that up for me and tell me, like, <laughs> would you be arrested because you had, like, a Susie hamburger or something? <laughs> like, I need to know because I, I don't know. I don't know these things. Um, but yeah. So I personally... Anytime a resident cooks something or brings something, you know, to eat in the office, if it's not packaged from where you got it, most likely, and I don't mean this like in a disrespectful way, I have thrown that food in the trash because I just, I can't get past, you know, what if this is your boyfriend or your girlfriend, your wife, your, you know, whatever, like I don't. I don't want to eat them. I I really don't. I'm sorry. I don't want to help you with murder. So I, yeah. So if I ever accepted food from you, if you're listening to this, I'm sure it was great. But being in the industry that I'm in, I can't. So I'm, I'm really sorry. But if you like got some cookies from a place and it's like wrapped in their wrapping and taped and you know you haven't got into it I'm all for it send it over I love treats but I've I've walked into apartments that you know are full-on disgusting very very disgusting like never take your pet outside to boob and pee disgusting um hoarding situations which that is very sad um to to have to you know, witness because obviously that person is not, um, you know, all, all there and they need the, they need help. Um, so very tragic and just all kinds of other gross situations. Um, I also worked at a property. It was very beautiful in Houston that, when you see it, it's beautiful on the outside. The units are beautiful, has a gorgeous pool, um, very well maintained. But the residents were on a whole nother level of fucking crazy. Like push your buttons, threaten you daily. I mean, I've had my, um, I've been threatened with my tires being slashed. I've been threatened to get beat up. I've been threatened I mean, in all kinds of ways. And this particular property, I had um, temps helping me out. And they probably know some stories as well. And I'll get into talking about temps here in a second. Um, I feel like I'm skipping ahead a little bit. But so one of the situations that I dealt with at this property was these two girls moved in together, which I never really am like all for roommate situations because half of the time those don't work. Somebody ends up getting pissed off at somebody and then they're trying to break their lease or one person's trying to move out, but the other person doesn't qualify income wise. And then it's like a whole shit show. And then they can't figure out who's going to get the security deposit at the end. And that part, it's not the property manager's job. Put on your big girl panties and figure it the fuck out, okay? We can't do life for you. So now that I've gotten that off my fucking chest, um, these two girls moved in and then they dated men 
20, 30 years older than them. Fine, whatever, it's your life, do you. But when your life starts to create problems in my life, I'm going to put a stop to it. So constant fighting in the apartment. Um, Neighbors are saying someone's getting beat up. So now we have to evict these people. So we go to eviction court, which eviction court alone can either be hilarious or the most time-consuming bullshit of your life. Anyways, go to file eviction on these people. And before everything is finalized, because it does take, you know, a couple of weeks, um, they skipped out of their apartment. So they grabbed what they could and they left without paying any more rent. I go to walk the apartment to assess the damages. And when I walked in there, I couldn't believe they had taken knives and threw them on the wall as target practice. Um, One of the bedrooms, the door, um, the door lock was flipped um, to the opposite side. So you could lock the door from the outside. So that was already very sketchy. The mirrors in the restrooms were all filled with blood, like someone was thrown up against the mirrors and they were shattered as well. Um, They left a beautiful message on a mattress with paint that said, fuck the property and fuck the managers. It was so sweet of them to leave us a message. They really cared. Um, And then as I walk into another bedroom, I smell something god awful. I mean, it just reeks. The AC was also off. And as in Houston, you can't live without AC. Okay. Things will just get very, very bad. So as I'm walking closer and closer to this thing, I'm like, it's a dead body. I know it. It stinks like old dead skin. Like, I don't know what this is, but I I can't do it. So I'm walking closer to it. And it's a blanket on the floor and it just reeks so bad. And I kick the blanket like, oh my gosh, there's like a dead animal here. Like what's going on? Right when I kick it, maggots come out of everywhere. I try my hardest not to vomit. And as I look closer, they grabbed whole chickens, raw chickens and put them in this blanket and then threw it in the room. I don't know if it was like a big fuck you to management, but the thought process in some of these people's minds to really get under management's skin, like we are just here to do our jobs. You know, why make our lives a living hell When we did nothing to you, we're just here to work. Just like you're at your job there to fucking work. Leave us the hell alone. Okay. Like we're here to throw parties for you. We're here to, you know, make sure that the property is running smoothly, that your pool isn't turning green 24 seven, but you keep coming at us, bro. And I fucking hate it. I really, really fucking do. So with that property as well, we also had um, our courtesy officer who just fled the country, I guess. Um, don't know why. He seemed pretty nice. And then one day he just disappeared. So sketchy things like that happen often. Um, 
hope he's okay. Somebody mentioned something about like maybe he was taken by the cartel. I don't know if they were being funny or if they were being completely honest because these were also police officers. Um, so let's hope that that didn't happen because sketch, really fucking sketch. I just sometimes have to write this stuff down so I don't forget the craziness that we deal with. I mean, one of my girlfriends, the situation she had to deal with was, um, and again, this was on the news, um, a prostitute who had a baby in a bush because she didn't want it. Like, do we wake up every day and just think to ourselves, hmm, what kind of fuckery is going to happen today that is going to make me lose my mind? Like, what other industry do you know of that's a standard nine-to-five job where there's hookers having babies in bushes? Nowhere. Nowhere. That's where. Like, I don't, I don't understand why I've been doing this as long as I have been, because sometimes I'm just like, <laughs> I don't even know what words to say right now, because I just thinking about all of this and have witnessed a lot of it. It's insane. Absolutely insane. You know, they should have therapists on standby for property managers, because we honestly need to vent or we will lose our minds, really. And, you know, on top of all the craziness that we deal with, we are also therapists for residents. We are also the shoulder to cry on, um, the me uh, mediators, um, the a uh, EMTs, lawyers. We are police officers. Um, I mean, the list goes on and on of what we should be able to put on our resume because residents feel like we are all those things, not just property managers. We are everything. I will literally have residents come in and sit in my office and ask me what they should do about their marital problems or the fact that um, their spouse no longer wants to have intercourse with them. I'm here to um, pay invoices, make sure the property doesn't get burnt down, have, you know, parties here and there, stay within budget. Um, that's the job that I signed up for, um, not necessarily helping you get laid. So let's just throw that out there because people seem to to not really understand. And then also nowadays, I mean, this has been for forever, but nowadays it seems like it's more often residents getting a lot more ballsy to tell you what you should do versus what needs to be done. Um, that uh, I, <laughs> I almost want to just, you know, put my hair up and be like, I don't really need this job. You know, let, let's go. Honestly, and I've said this before, if I could have a purge day, but for my words where I could say whatever the fuck I wanted to a resident and know that my job is safe, I could not get fired for the things that were about to come out of my mouth. 
Oh my God. Honestly, whoever just gets to decide this, say yes. One day out of the year, allow us managers to just let them fucking have it and put it in there where, you know, they can't get out of their lease because of it. Um, It's one day where we, it's a free for all for managers to just fucking go at it. I bet every single one of us will add at least 20 years extra to our life for sure. For sure. If you're like, you know, I don't really eat all that healthy. I'm not a big like exercise person. You know, I'm pretty sure I'm going to die by like the age of 82. Boom. 20 years added. You keep eating those fucking burgers, boo, because you've got 20 more years. Honestly, just let us have a day because the buttons get pushed. People test the hell out of you in this industry. And then for everyone out there who's like, I'm not going to do what you asked of me and I'm going to get my lawyer. Okay, honey boo boo, you pay your rent late every single month. If you can afford a fucking lawyer, then why haven't you paid your rent? Not one time on time. Riddle me that bitch because I would really like to know. Shut the hell up. Do as you're told like Arguing with your manager about having your pet on a leash because whoever never puts their pet on a leash, so why should you? Okay, I can't answer that for you. I'm just, the more people that do it, others will follow. That's what we're hoping for when we tell you guys to do things. Like, you act like we're wardens of your community. And, okay, I can't stress this enough. If you cannot deal with some noises in your apartment, I'm not saying like your your neighbor above you is tap dancing every single day. Like, no, you should definitely ask to be let out of your lease or be moved to another apartment if that is going on on a consistent basis. Okay. But if you can't deal with like a noise here or here and there every once in a while, get a fucking house. Okay. We can't help you. You decided to move there. We can't help that you have neighbors above you, below you, beside you, and on the other fucking side of you. You chose said apartment. It is apartment living. Fuck to the off. Fuck to the off because I don't want to hear about it. Buy a fucking house. And you know, it's so funny that the ones who bitch the most are the ones that end up living there forever. Like, (laughs) mind blown. And another thing that I've witnessed as well that I've noticed is, okay, if you have to have your mom, dad, uncle, sister, cousin, brother, whoever come with you to tour an apartment to see if it's right for you or not, boo-boo, it's not. You want to know why it's not right for you? Because you, as in 22, 23, 26-year-old, can't make a decision on your own without the entire family coming together. So no, it is not right for you. It's not time. You need to go back home with mom and dad. And then maybe try again a couple of years from, you know, the time you toured. Maybe it'll work out then. Another of my whine about it moment. I mean, this is one of my biggest fucking pet peeves. Do not, and I repeat, and this is for all the managers they will appreciate you. Do not come into our office 
asking to see an apartment and then tell us that you are not looking to move until a year from now or seven months from now. We literally look at you and wish we had a frying pan in our hand to slap you across the face with it. That's how we fucking feel about that goddamn answer. That also goes along with you make us tour an entire property. We have a thousand things to do. Our leasing agents have a thousand things to do. Our assistants have a thousand things to do. You make us tour an apartment for you. You ask 99 plus questions and then you wait for us to bring you back to the office to ask, uh, do you accept felonies? I literally want to 300 style kick you off a fucking mountain. Stop. Do your research. If you're looking for an apartment, that means you are old enough, hopefully, to make an adult decision. So being an adult means doing research. Call ahead. Ask those questions. Stop making our lives a living fucking hell. We hate you for it. Again, why we need a purge day. I'm telling you, I think if I like went door to door and like got a petition to like allow managers to have a purge day, even if you're not a property manager, managers in general, you know, manager at a pizza place, manager at a high end, whatever. If you guys want a purge day for your words, sign the petition. I need it. I really do. Because your girl's patience gets very much tested and Susie you're about to get it bitch I don't specifically know a Susie but feel like that's somebody named Susie out there has fucked some shit up for sure for sure I'm telling you like this industry is crazy I can't make this shit up ask your property manager friends what's their crazy stories and I'm telling you they're gonna have tons tons and tons of stories it's insane how we survive on a daily is unbelievable I mean thank goodness we have you know hopefully we each property has good staff members because <laughs> we definitely had our share of what the fuck get the fuck out of my office employees right and yeah, that's everywhere, any industry, whatever. Ours particularly, it's it's a whole different ballgame. And when you fire someone or they, you know, quit for whatever reason, you have that small amount of time where it's you by yourself or you and, you know, your assistant or you and just the leasing and no assistant, whatever the case is. And both of you are now trying to manage everything. Um, and then you decide like, let's get a temp. A temp will help organize. Yes and no. I have PTSD, I guess, from having temps in my life. I have gotten maybe one temp that I really liked, um, who I ended up hiring. He was my maintenance. Absolutely love him. He's great. Everyone else that I have come across that are temps have been a complete and total fucking nightmare. I've had, let's see, at one property um, for maybe like a month or two, I had a revolving door of temps. You know, you call temp agencies and you let them know what you're looking for and they send what they think 
is the best fit. Now, how these people are getting through the interview process by pretending, I guess, that they're amazing, like, wow, wow, is all I can say. At this property, again, back home in Houston, I had one guy who came in and started chit-chatting with me on his first day. And, you know, when I have free time or I'm, you know, having lunch or whatever, I'll chit-chat with you. I don't have a problem with that. That's, you know, part of my job is to um, to have conversations with people, um, make people feel comfortable, you know, really get to know them. That's part of the job. So I have that in my brain. Plus, I love talking. <laughs> Obviously, I made a fucking podcast. Um, and so... I started chit-chatting with this guy and I don't know what it is about me specifically, but people feel like they can say anything and I, I guess I give off that vibe, you know, maybe the police should use me to like get people to talk. I don't know, but it's the vibe that I give, I guess. Cool. Whatever. So this person started telling me about how, um, he talks to the devil the devil sits on top of his refrigerator sometimes and talks to him. He really enjoys talking to the devil. Um, it's his friend. That guy lasted that day. And then hopefully his life changed is all I'm going to say. The next temp, she was an older lady. Um, I feel like temp agencies should really let them know specifically what their job will entail. Because she came to the property and told me she doesn't climb stairs. So she can't show anything above the first floor. She didn't last past lunchtime. And then another temp, um, she brought her boyfriend to the property. And come to find out she um, was having sex with him in our model. So that's cool. She actually lasted a week before we figured that one out. Um another temp he worked with me on a Saturday um he came in his face was all beat up nose looked broken had a black eye busted lip um little damage on his ear and I just looked at him and was like um did you get in an accident or something on your way here like what happened you shouldn't be here right now um you know our face residents have to see it this was way before covid years before covid so um and he answered with my boyfriend just got out of prison and he likes it rough he also only lasted that saturday like who is hiring these people can i speak to you actually matter of fact let me put on my karen wig let me speak to your manager's manager okay i don't care if they're asleep wake them up I need to speak to them. And then where do I write my angry letter? Because somebody needs to get it. Um, and then another temp that I had, I'm telling you the list goes on, but this will be, you know, one of the last ones. Um, they came in very confident, you know, stated, I'm the one they send when things go wrong. Like they were the absolute shit. They were the fixers, the problem solvers, like you send him or, you know, to the property and they get it all taken care of. Um, they sat 
on the couch and watch Netflix the entire time. So I don't know what you're fixing, what you're handling outside of your Netflix account. They also did not last past that day. <laughs> I know. I'm wondering what everyone is thinking right now. Like, wow, she's either very psychotic or poor her. Let's offer her a new job. And yeah, sometimes I'm just like, somebody rescue me. Where's that lottery ticket that I've been waiting for my whole life? Let's win some scratch-offs. Let's do something because we've had enough, right? But yeah, it's this industry, You there's a lot that you have to deal with. And then, of course, there are some great things as well. I'm not just like sitting here, just like bashing this industry. I'm not. These are personal stories that I have, um, stories that my friends have that they've allowed me to state. And, you know, I'm allowed to vent and say whatever I want. Welcome to America. <laughs> but, you know, I have met some wonderful people. I've met very interesting people who, you know, are going to do great things in this world. Um, and then I've met batshit crazy people. That's just what it is. You know, I've met people who I wish I, you know, I wish them the best. They were truly like you get a small handful of residents that you're like I hope you never move out and if I can multiply you in my property I totally would so I do miss a lot of those people um and then they're they also help you to get through the day whenever you're like sending that email blast of you know this is broken or please stop letting your dogs take a shit in all over my property without picking it up. Um, those residents who come in and laugh with you and like, or just seeing that you are trying your hardest and they bring you flowers or they, you know, bring you some cookies or cakes or whatever that are prepackaged. Cause as I said before, I'm not going to eat anything that you baked at home. Um, <laughs> Those are the things that, you know, help you keep going throughout the days. Um, this industry is not for the weak. Your mental is going to get fucked up. I remember exactly when my mental got fucked up from this industry. Um, I was at my property. This was my second property. You would think like after my first property with dealing with, you know, the stabbings and the deaths and the kid snapping ducks next that my mental would be you know fucked up then no my mental I was still like a doe eyed you know everything's great in the world kid this is when my mental was just like oh humans kind of suck um this girl comes into the property crying saying that um she can't pay her rent on time because her mother passed away and she just you know needed some help what could we do for her can we give her an extension what have you i hurt for her my heart hurt for her i wanted to cry with her and give her a hug which i did um I asked my assistant manager at the time, because I was a leasing agent, you know, what can we do for her? You know, this is so sad. Can't believe, you know, can't believe she lost her mom. Um, and so my assistant at the time, you know, 
was like, yeah, we'll give her an extension. It's fine. I'll tell the property manager. We'll put a note in. Um, it'll be great. Just make sure, you know, she knows the date of when she has to pay before we, you know, file eviction or whatever. So I let her know and she thanked us and then walked out. And then a couple weeks later, a woman comes in and is like, hi, I'm here to pay my daughter's rent. She killed her mom. She fake killed her mom, you guys, to not have to pay rent on time. Who the fuck pretends that a loved one is dead so they don't have to pay their rent on time? Exactly. <laughs> so since then, everyone's tears are crocodile tears to me. Rent's due on the first. You have a grace period to either the third or the fifth. If you don't pay, I will file eviction on you. And I will continue to repeat that over and over again until you understand what I'm saying. Shit is insane. My mind has been blown. I have a thousand more stories, but... I'm not going to give it all to you right now. I need you to keep listening to my podcast so you can, um, so I can have you here and you can enjoy all my stories. So there will definitely be more to come, but I feel like my voice is about to go out. I've told you so much and you're probably wondering what the fuck is going on. You're probably going to scream at the top of your lungs what the fuck? And you should, absolutely should. <laughs> if you see me in the streets, come give your girl some love. I'm so happy once again to have recorded a new episode. I'm so happy to have gotten to fucking vent with you and drink my wine through this episode because thinking of everything that I deal with on a daily basis stresses me the fuck out. And I mean, a bitch needs to fucking relax and vent. I love you guys so much. Make sure to keep listening to me on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the podcasts, and I will see you guys next time. Bye.